There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time for episode 620 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint World Cup Fever on the road to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. What's up, Start? Howard, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. You you got the fever, the World Cup fever? Well, I mean, that's where we're at time-wise. That's the big world event going on. I think uh, most of our listeners are probably from a country involved or something like that. I remember the Vesuvula <laughs> from 12 years ago. That's about oh, yeah. the only memories I have. Vuvuzela? But, uh, yeah, the Vuvuzela. Yeah, yeah. This time they're in Qatar. A lot of controversy. I don't know how musical they are over there. I don't know how much of their sounds have even made it into hip hop, you know, even sampled into hip hop. Tweet us if you know. But uh, how about you? You excited? I'm, I'm very excited for a World Cup. I haven't seen one soccer game this year, but I'm excited. Right on. Uh, Possibly <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll watch the game with your sneaker pillow. Uh, yes, like DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. We need yeah. to dig deep into that. Um, should we bring in our guest? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Here he comes now. You've seen him, heard him on Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker. And he's one of the hosts of Lucha Vavoom. Please welcome to the charts, Blaine Kapach. Hi, who charted, guys? Hey, greetings. How are you? Excited Great to, to see you. you. Great to yeah, be here. Excited. And by you here, know, I mean my house. Yeah, right there. You got <laughs> yeah. some great artwork there. What do you got back there? I see framed tour posters. Uh, I got some Supergrass up there. I love Supergrass. Oh, right like on. Uh, got, a, got a Velvet Hammer. It's an old burlesque. Uh, uh, yep, I remember that. that. I used to do stuff with. Yeah, do and, stuff. Uh, there's there's two signed uh, Stanley Mouse prints. Stanley uh, from Marvel Comics. No, uh, uh, just kidding. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Stanley Mouse. He was a big seventy or sixties uh, counterculture dude, and he had a nice uh, Alfred E. Newman. Had to have it. Oh wow! Yeah, is that a signed Alfred E. Newman? It is. Damn. But, uh, well, he sort of turned it into a, uh, I forget what it is. I don't have my glasses on, but it's a 60s style event right that uh, he did a poster for. You know, well, you I know never. The spe- 
I never thought Supergrass got enough credit in the '90s, like during that the whole that wave of British bands, you know, being popular. I always thought that they were the best one of that group, and people didn't yeah. talk about them as much. They, they, they've I've been a huge fan of them. I've seen them like a, a dozen times at least. Wow! And they uh, they're always uh, I, they're always good. They're like the faces. They're just great musicians, and the songs are really kind of full of hooks. You yeah. know what? They were uh, troublemakers, if you ask me. Getting in trouble <laughs> with the law, doing drugs as uh, teens with those sideburns. Yeah, yeah. What do they have in there? What happened? More bicycles. Uh, Blaine, you you remember the Austin in the '90s? And uh, anyway, I saw uh, Supergrass at South by Southwest, and I've got some wow. uh, I've got some bootleg footage uh, somewhere. <laughs> uh, they were uh, they're so good live. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, we just we just saw them at the Wiltern a few months ago. And that's oh. also where we saw Weird Al with Emo. That was terrific. Oh, nice. oh wow. So yeah, cool he to has see a that. Killer such band. A big, yeah. He Weird uses the band. same band really he, he's always used, right? Doesn't, yeah. I love that. They're killers. Just Does like he his do old like friends. Morrissey where he makes them all wear the same t-shirts or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it all looks like guys that uh, that are trying to get the autographs of the the guided by voices guy. Right on. You know, he put out uh, three more albums this year. Thank God. Oh, well, the I, guided by voices guy. Great stuff, but it, it comes out CBVG. quite often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Robert Pollard, right? Is that, is that the guy? Yeah. Okay. That's him. He's the Harvey Picard of music. <laughs> Deeply indie and doing what he wants. Did you see that uh, Morrissey just walked off stage at the Greek? Was that a recent clip I saw? Yeah, it was like two days ago or something. He got cold. Yeah, he got cold. Too cold. He got cold. <laughs> well, yeah, he got oh, cold. Oh, my lilies. And he was too cold to even say it himself. Another guy had to come out and just say, hey, yeah, the show's over. Yeah, yeah that's more, it. He said Morrissey's too cold. He told the he audience. He didn't say that? he's too cold, okay. but he it was, it was someone else who came out and just said, "Yeah, unforeseen circumstances, the show cannot continue." Yeah, unforeseen. Yeah. That's the least People unforeseen super, thing. What's super the, bummed. What's the coldest stand-up gig you ever did? <laughs> That's insane. Coldest. Coldest. I mean, Do you up mean there like, like NorCal, like, like an outside gig or something? Oh my god. Was there any uh, New York? Did you do any of those outside New York TV show gigs? Remember no, those? none of those. In the park? I think I did. A, uh, uh, I remember I was hired to give comedy tours of the Baltimore Railroad Museum. <laughs> and uh, it was the middle of winter. And my friend Daryl Knight, we were both comics. We got hired to be these dressed like conductors. And they gave us these big wool, uh, wool conductor outfits. And we had to like improvise these tours through the museum. And it was icy cold Baltimore, <laughs> just howling wind, yeah. just terrifying. I remember that was bad. Was so that, cold that made you sweat, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just to try to survive. Uh, did you were you on a mic for that or you had to yell through the teeth of that the was, wind or that was a yeller. <laughs> that was a yeller, oh a total yeller. Right on. And the people I think I remember the people were kind of nice here. Okay, okay, yeah, all right. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, like the wire stuff breaking out or anything. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> drop and roll is cartridges all over the place. <laughs> right it on. Okay. Right on. Well, uh, we're excited to get into our music chart. Before we do, I will quickly wrap the history of recorded music. Here we go. 
to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs? Tunes. There we go. Got you caught up there. I love you, Howard. Love you, too. (laughs) You know, uh, playing the spirit of those heroes on your wall comes through in your humor. In fact, you are my go-to guy on Twitter. When when I when I want to uh, go yeah. to Twitter and see what's going on, I'll go, who's gonna know what's going on, but keep it light, keep it funny, keep it silly, but not be irrelevant and not be on the wrong side of the tracks. I go to you, Blaine Capatch. Wow, gosh, thanks. I try to stay positive on there. We've got a few more days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few more days. I did recently see the one where you did kick up a little dust or it was about, uh, what is it? You keep your dust in an, in your dildos. What was it? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I was, I was like, uh, I was looking for an old joke and somebody had just, it was one of those things where somebody replies to you with something that kind of has the same words that your joke has. Oh and yeah. And they say, you're, go, Hey, yeah, you, you stole hey, it. This is, you stole it. And I'm like, ah, yeah, bite me. Yes. So, but it was, uh, it was just kind of, sometimes I, I just got tired of it. Yeah. Well, also, I, mean, I, had, I had a crazy fever. You what? I had a crazy fever. I had that, okay. that uh, RSV thing last right. week. Right. It was the fever of justice, if you ask me. I mean, <laughs> somebody that prolific. I mean, you look, just look back at someone's timeline, you know, if they have only have 12 jokes and six of them are stolen, call them a thief. But it's you know, I crazy. get the thing about Twitter is like everybody is going to think of the same joke. And that's awesome that people are thinking of jokes Mm -hmm. and if you think of the same one good for you a bunch of people did it's a great joke but it's if you go hey that's mine it's like get get bent right i mean especially (laughs) you know if you could see the science behind the way someone would come up with it if it's not a left field idea then yeah Yeah. just hive mind type of thing it's like we had a when i was working on at midnight the 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 uh, the shorthand for that joke was dork side of the moon everybody yeah if you've any setup is going to be if if you have to come up with a pun oh dork side of the moon right and that's everybody's going to do it let it happen it's beautiful writing jokes right on hey what was your record on that show as a guest i don't what do you mean? Uh, points or how many times? Like how did you win it? Didn't you win at the end? Couldn't, yeah, you I, win? yeah, I won. A, I won a bunch of times. It's cool of you that you're so humble about it. <laughs> <laughs> I never no, won it was that. Fun. I lost I, both times. <laughs> nah, I, yeah, well, I, I knew how it was going to end. I could help edit it. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, Comedy Central doing great over there. They got the Seinfeld reruns, and I believe the Daily that- Show is still on the air. Never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, let's, let's uh, find out what music chart we've got this week. All right. I'm taking a look at the Shazam chart, the top Shazam songs in the United States. Solomon, week. Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are their apps? What's going on? Uh, Blaine, do you use Shazam? Is that something you've taken advantage of? Uh, no, I have not. I, I, I like it, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm the guy that goes, who is this? Okay. You like a little mystery in there. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I had it. My wife has it and I'll, I'll, I'll use the wife Shazam. 
Yeah. I, I love it just because I can't believe that it works ever. Like the idea that it, it actually functions and finds a song. It really is, is, is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine the, uh, I mean, I got to learn to code. I can't imagine <laughs> what it would be like writing or coming up with something like that and then being able to write something that would do it. Yeah. To make it insane. Do you think it thinks? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if it's got to be close because it's looking for aberrations. Isn't that sort of like thinking? Right. Yeah, it's got to make selections. I always picture yeah. just a giant warehouse full of people, you know, like like it's all a racket. Like somebody gets gets the ticket in and goes, hey, anyone know this song? Quick, quick, quick. Like holds up the phone. <laughs> yeah. I bet that would pay pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's ad supported, I guess, Shazam. Anyway, uh, we're going to find out what the kids are Shazamming this week. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. Uh, we got Aiden Maya Collectivo with, I'm just going to say Laylee. It's a long title uh, in a language I don't understand. But this is from uh, Wakanda Forever, I believe. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, sounds like some might hear at Star Wars Cantina. It has a little <laughs> bit of that exotic flavor to it. Um, that's pretty cool that they're just, they've got, you know, international hits already on that album, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense that people would Shazam that. You know, yeah, this guy's well, super interesting. Well, uh, uh, actually, uh, Captain Marvel wa uh, wasn't in uh, Wakanda. He's DC. Okay. Why? Who? Where did Captain Marvel come from? I was making a Shazam joke. <laughs> oh, Shazam! Sorry. You know, uh, with uh, James Gunn taking over the DC universe, that joke is more topical than ever. Clay, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, DC? Can they compete with MCU? You know, I don't know. I try, I try not to. I try not to get too excited about it. But sometimes I just walk up to people in the coffee shop and say, "What do you think about the Snyderverse?" And then my iguana shits down my back. Uh, I. Uh, uh, my kid is nine. He doesn't like the superheroes. He wow. likes the, he likes the Star Wars, but he doesn't like the superheroes. Yeah. Oh, okay. How does I, I? I don't mind. I think they're all great. Well, in his mind, how does he, what, what is the difference in his mind? He just, uh, he's, you know, too many people talking. Okay. He, he likes wants, centralized he see, characters. Uh, yeah. I like that. He just right wants on. to see things happen, things happening. Does he have any lightsaber toys or he does do you disallow a, that? Full on. I don't know if you see, I have a bunch of Legos behind me. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, nice. And it's all, sorry. Right on. Is he into this? Uh, Damn it! Andor does does he find that it's worth the price of Disney Plus? <laughs> Do you make I, it pay oh, for I, it? We haven't watched Andor. We watched Rogue One. He loved Rogue One. Right? On. Oh yeah, super into Rogue One. If he likes we that one, we haven't watched Andor yet. Andor's connected to that one. 
Um, all right, coming in at number four. Number that was four. really cool, though, that one. I like that one. Oh, this yeah, is Sam Smith and Kim Petras with Unholy. And how you don't know how to keep your business clean. That's, uh, I mean, that's, remember that song, No One Knows What Goes On Behind Closed Doors, country song? When we get behind closed doors. doors. Was, that, was, that, that, was that Freddie Fender? Mm, was that George Jones? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, George Jones to Could me is a George, better guess. Yeah. Uh, tweet at us, gang, if you got the answer. But, uh. This is the same type of song to me. Like, you don't know what's going to happen when we get in the sheets. Do you mean lyrically? Thing. Like, they're saying similar yeah. things lyrically? Okay. Yeah, like, ooh. I mean, he left <laughs> his kids at home. You know, that they're saying, like, this guy's on the prowl for illicit sex. <laughs> Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. <laughs> driving up and down Sunset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looking for feet. Yeah, I thought I thought musically it was kind of the same uh, of the same cloth as the first one a little bit it had yeah. that same kind of a uh, uh, gothic synthesizer yeah yeah kind of a, a very much so. sweaty club beat um, yeah and a little Middle Eastern thing underneath it very nice right. very nice I, li- I love a, love a good drone I'm a drone fan mm-hmm. I, I like a drone all right coming in number I like three the footage. Uh, Coming <laughs> in at three. Uh, Fuda Quish and Ludwig Garanson with Con La Brisa. This is also from Wakanda Forever. That whole album, I think that whole album sounds like they just ran it through an extra reverb chamber and then mastered it. <laughs> Big airy sounds on this one. Big Again, airy sounds. of a piece, yeah. Do you think that they uh, that when they made the soundtrack that they gave all those tracks to one big central producer and had him do some sort of central producing thing on it? Yeah, you mean like in a gymnasium? He recorded it all in one room. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> presses play in the locker room. Right. <laughs> the shower has such great acoustics. That's where I do all my singing. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out in the hallway. Hey, uh, Blaine, you've done a lot of recording. You've got bands and stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting. I'm. I'm. I've been Marie Kondoing my stuff. Okay. Because do, uh, do you pick up the guitars and say, "Does this spark joy?" Before yeah, you uh, pretty, get rid of much. it. Yeah. Do you have them all on hooks? Do you have them st- uh, on stands? Do you have them in their cases? No, they're in. They're in cases in a in a uh, in a over where my mother in law is. 
Right on. <laughs> in her bedroom. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of, and I sort of think of the ones that I like and different ones make me play or whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, Stard's a big guitar guy too. Um, the, uh, pedals, jacks. I mean, he's got all, all of it. All <laughs> jacks, that stuff. Yeah, lots picks, of jacks, extra picks, jacks. bass picks. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, you know that game, Fuck, Mary, Kill? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. I was thinking we could play Hook, Stand, Case. Okay. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay. Uh, 67 Strat, 54 <laughs> Les Paul, 72 Rickenbacker. Uh, Hook, Stand, Case. R- Rickenbacker on the stand if that's a bass. Nice. Strat, strat on the hook. And nice. uh, uh, Les Paul in the uh, in the case. Whoa, nice! All right, last question: Do you have a double neck? I don't. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You ever played the uh, the old Fender six basses or whatever they're called? The they they play like guitars, but they're basses. Yeah, the Beatles used. To yeah, use I like them a lot. I like those. Those are fun. Super fun. Yeah, but the, right it's, after a while, it's like I just play a bass or play a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I should get a double neck now that we talk about it. Yeah. Right on. I'll get a green one with gold hardware on it. So I can (laughs) blend in with the other dentists. (laughs) You need two hooks for that. Nobody ever gets a double neck that's a Strat and a Les Paul. (laughs) Yeah, there's got to be one out there. Uh, I'd like to see that. forbidden. Yeah. Give it up. All right. (laughs) All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. This is Burna Boy with Alone. Guess what soundtrack this is on? Wakanda. Yeah. You know who's on guitar? No. Um, that's Esteban. He gives those uh, <laughs> lessons on, on cable television. Esteban, the guitar Esteban. teacher. He, you know, he, he's from like Arizona, I think. Is he? Do you know who I would mean, Blaine? Esteban? Yeah. He gives uh, guitar lessons on late night television. He wears like a he looks like black Zorro. outfit. No, I don't know. I don't know this guy. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, I used to like sound like that type of guitar back there. I used yeah. to always like rant about Esteban, like how much of a fraud that guy is. <laughs> he's not good at teaching guitar. No, he's he's awful. Like the, the stuff he plays is so bad. And then he dresses and in, in like he he like presents Zorro, himself yeah. like Zorro, and he's this deeply exotic almost like Spanish flamenco guitarist. Right. And I looked him, looked him up one time and he's from like Phoenix. He's like, <laughs> he's just like a, my pillow guy for guitarists. Right. Wow. He's the university of Phoenix of guitar players. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking Esteban. I don't know if you could see that. Anyway, uh, you can't, can't see it. It was Esteban. Well, yeah, that was burner boy. I guess he's from uh, England, right? Now, wait, now, where's Esteban from? <laughs> Esteban's from Phoenix. Okay. Burner Boy's so, from England. Yeah. Burner Boy's from England. Yeah. And, he was, and he's like, the, he was the scratchy voice romantic singer guy, right? Um, he's a and these were all from, are, these, are these all from the Wakanda soundtrack? Yeah. Sounds like they've got a lot so far. On the except top for five. the lock on the charts. Except for Sam Smith. 
Oh, that's okay. right. But it's yeah. um uh but yeah, here's number one. This number is one. Rihanna with Lift Me Up, but it's from the soundtrack. Lift me up. Hold me down. Keep me close. Just the bond again. Keep me in the warmth of your love when you depart. Keep me safe, safe and sound. There we go. Blame. We've been um, we've been getting this lately on the charts where a certain album will dominate the entire top five. We had it with Taylor Swift a couple weeks ago, where she was in every position on the top ten. Have wow. your have your kids brought that into your home? Is Taylor uh, a part of your life over there? No, 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 oh. Taylor. <laughs> I mean, I I like Taylor Swift. Yeah, I have n- no problem with Taylor Swift at all. Right on, but yeah, it's uh, uh, not a uh, not over here in any in any fact. Well, my wife maybe will something will pop up, but that's about it. Right on. But uh, Rihanna, I gotta say, she's got a crazy good voice. Yes, I think so. motherhood has given it extra layers. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like it's like got a real real power to it. Yeah, haven't heard uh, anything from her for a while. Yeah, she's been um, off making uh, a child with ASAP Rocky. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I, it's it's really uh, he was broke ASAP Bullwinkle's heart. <laughs> <laughs> that, somebody did that, right? Somebody had to have done that, right? An ASAP I mean, Bullwinkle joke. I don't know. I've never heard uh, it before. I feel bad. First, I've heard it. Yeah, but yeah, we um, each well, chart. You stole that. Of- you stole that, right? <laughs> oh man, it's me. I'm that guy. I'm gonna reply to myself. <laughs> Each chart, like if you look at the Apple chart this week, I sort of avoided it because it was all Drake. It was all right. Drake's new album. Yes. But this is interesting because it's like Shazam, you sort of don't know what you're going to get, but right. it makes a lot of sense that everyone would be pulling out their phones during the movie being like, what what sound is yes. this? You know? It is in a lot of ways the most organic chart, even if... Um, you know, the music is mainstream because that's what gets to the end user, but it's still the stuff that people are curious about. So in, yeah. a, in a way, it has a leg up as far as authenticity. Right. It means it has something that perks your ear up in an interesting way. It's not just like what's on the radio. Yeah, it's not just programmed. The, the user has to actually be curious about what is this. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. That was exciting to see uh, so much foreign flavor in that Wakanda soundtrack. And did you, uh, did you guys see Wakanda at all? I have not seen it yet. I've not seen it. I've not seen it either. I heard it was good. Jackie Cation told me it was great. Okay, I trust Jackie. Yeah, she, she could be our our proxy. Yeah, why would she lie? Shout out to Jackie. All right, that was the music chart. We'll be right back with the movies chart. Thank you. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guests, Blaine Kapach and Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. <laughs> Movies, they're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh wee! Movies! There you go. People are streaming back into the theaters, away from streaming into the physical brick and mortar theater. Is that correct? I have no idea. Let's find out. Let's check out the numbers in this week's movie chart. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. The Banshees of Inisharin. I don't know. Wow, they, everything, everything that's been the, on these charts today has been tough to pronounce. Been, yeah, really, really getting me. If this is a first time listening, Star does not have a speech impediment. <laughs> it's just a tough, tough pull today. We used to be the best of friends. We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Sit somewhere else. Is that Eugene I, Levy? Yeah. <laughs> it's an SETV ensemble picture. I haven't even seen Waking Ned Divine. I mean, what, what's going on? I got to look like uh, hobbits almost. Yeah. I thought I saw a pointy ear in there. But he's always been yeah, this might be hobbits. Yeah, he's got pointy ears. Wow. Well, it wasn't me little donkey shite. It was me pony shite, which shows how much you were listening. <laughs> All right. Nailed. <laughs> it's hobbit sick with the word burn. shite. <laughs> a sick baron. I, uh... I was, was, it's hard to really tell if they were going for a fantastical there or <clears throat> was that enhanced Ireland or was it, what was I think it? Shire Light? Ireland. It says okay. set on a remote Island off the West coast of Ireland, the Banshees of Eni Sharon, uh, follows lifelong friends, Pydrike and Colm who find themselves at an impasse when Colm unexpectedly puts an end to their friendship. I don't see anything about, you know. Dwarves well, it's it. I love surf movies <laughs> off the west coast of Ireland. Come on, Hang <laughs> 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 <Surfing> ten, <Banshee. laughs> Well, I uh, I guess it would be easy to hang those big toes off the front of a board, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Get your toes off me, board. <laughs> Blaine, could you confidently pitch that story? Would you head into a meeting thinking? We're going to sell this in the room. You mean the uh, uh, the two guys fighting? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, just, uh, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know how it got made. That's I guess that's my question. Was it a play or something? Was it based on a book? Yeah. Is this Ibsen? What is this? Yeah, it's uh, Bruce Valanche wrote it. We got <laughs> Bruce. It's okay. This is about two guys. They used to be friends and they're going through some stuff. <laughs> And they have to come. They come together at the end. Then everybody's crying. But we get the guy with those eyebrows. It's so expressive. 
Was is that? That's not Colm. Uh, uh, that's not Colin Farrell, is it? Yeah, it was. It was Colin Farrell. Yeah. Okay. It, that happens in so many of his movies where you go, wait, he's in this? Like, yeah. It just seems and he's like great. Always a surprise. Yeah, but yeah, always- and he's very good at it. He's a good good actor. Yeah. Well, I'm um, sure if it's him until about halfway through. Oh, it's cool. Okay. Yeah, oh, he did this one. Okay. <laughs> All right, coming in at number four. Number four. This is Smile. Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. This is leftover from October. Wow. Um, still up there. Horror still staying in the charts. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big horror movie fan. I don't like being scared. Same with me. Exact same way. Yeah. There's and, another- and I've, I always enjoy a good horror movie when I watch them, but it, uh, it, they bother me and I, uh, it, they affect me. Yeah. Mm. And then I, I even questioned the audience too. Like, why did this get made? Why are there people who do want yeah. to see this? Yeah. yeah, there 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 is like a weird sort of a, a UFC MMA horror movie vibe, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like too violent or too people are into it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know? too desensitized. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, I get some of it, I get, but when it gets torture porn, is odd. Right. America's a fucked up place. Yeah, I agree. Like, I even tried to watch Halloween. I did watch it. And my least favorite parts of the whole movie is, you know, when the killer starts going into action. Like, <laughs> the whole say. attraction for everybody else. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to see people um, get hurt. Yeah. There's a new movie out. I think it's called Terrifier 2. But it's getting, I feel like every 10 or 20 years, you get these kind of news reports about a movie that's making people you know, vomit yeah. like in theaters. <laughs> it can be a disorder. One. Yeah. <laughs> apparently this is one of those like people it's the, like I can't even comprehend vomiting from a movie, but apparently it's like widespread. <laughs> when, uh, when I was uh, 10 years old, Jaws came out and I went to see it in our, in the Dallas theater in my hometown. And I got so scared. I threw up all night. You did. Oh yeah. man! Wow, from Jaws. I guess that. Jaws. Yeah. Did you think it was going to come get you at your house or something? I like thought that? it was. I thought it was at the top of the steps mm. when I had to go up the steps to my bedroom, and I thought <laughs> it was going to be. At the, and I, and I was old enough to know that it wasn't. Right. But it was like it still is up there, and it was like, oh god. Yeah, I'm so I, scared. I I felt that the wood paneling of my bedroom was going to slide open like a window, and the water was going to pour in, and the <laughs> oh, jaws yeah. was going to come in on my bed. Jesus Christ! You don't think it's that '70s popcorn you had during the during the movie? What was it? Was it poisoned or something? <laughs> Made out of asbestos and <laughs> right. sur- <laughs> like fiberglass. <laughs> no, I'm true that. Fiberglass. <laughs> Hey, uh, just real quick before we move on, I wanted to uh, mention that uh, Terrifier 2 was a guitar pedal I had in the late 80s. Nice. Thank you. You (laughs) can edit that that out. You can chop that out. (laughs) Um, What's coming up next? Sure, coming up next at number three. Number three. This is Ticket to Paradise. Clooney and Roberts. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think your things are in my seat. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. Excuse me, ma'am. I need to sit somewhere else. We used to be married. Worst 19 years of my life. We were on right. five. I'm counting the recovery. In four days' time. Our daughter's going to marry a guy she just met in Bali, millions of miles from home. I just really want to kiss you. It's like I looked up for the first time and realized everything I ever wanted was right in front of me. She's throwing her career away. Just like her mother did. So I'm the only one who can I think the song is better than the jokes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, Three Dog Night, bringing them back into theaters in 2022. <laughs> Gotta have some TDN. <laughs> did oh, you yeah. ever have to write a rom-com type of thing like that, Blaine? No, I don't think so. Congrats. Yeah, never had a, maybe a sketch somewhere, but probably yeah. not. But no. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I like George Clooney. I'm not a, I've never been a big Julia Roberts fan, but this, this, this looks kind of like it was uh, written by an AI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's entertaining. What about Pretty Woman? You didn't buy it? You say, I don't see, I don't feel oh, hooker no, I, coming like, off I did, I'm not a huge, not a huge, I don't, I don't want to say I'm negative or down on her, but whatever. I think George Clooney is cool. I, yeah, I thought Pretty Woman was, was great. Interesting. Right on. I've, I've seen all these movies like 30 years ago. When did they come out? Like <laughs> in the 80s? I think so. Oh my God. <laughs> I miss Gary Marshall's work. I wish he was still putting stuff out. Is there vaults? Is there like Prince? Is there any missing Gary Marshall stuff that uh, we might see come to light? I don't know. I think, I think, uh, yeah, he's got, <laughs> uh, when I, did you, I used to go to Vitello's. You remember Vitello's? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still going, but they had a, 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 the Gary Marshall was on the menu, which was a capellini with chicken and a light red sauce and some peas. It was fucking delicious. Wow. And would, is that because he would come in and eat that? He'd come in and order it. And uh, wow. yeah. And then the other thing on the menu was the Robert Blake. <laughs> and, uh, I'm serious. And it was yeah. like what my wife liked. So she would always order it, and then she's like, "I hope they don't think I'm a tourist." <laughs> oh, yeah, order the mortar guy thing. Did you go to that restaurant because of the Robert Blake thing, or did you know about it in, in another way? Uh, you know, I was intrigued by the Robert Blake thing, so I went to check it out, and it turned out to be an actually cool old school Italian restaurant. Right on. And then they kind of they redid it and flipped it a little bit. It's different now, but they do shows there. The shows are great. Really? It's what a, type of shows? It's a great space. Comedy shows. Really? Stand yeah. up shows? Stand up shows. Uh, Wendy Liebman does a thing there maybe once a month. And uh, I think Patton just did a show with a bunch of people last month. Wow. And, Interesting. Uh, Be a cool place to perform. It's a great place to perform. Uh, I, we did the pilot for Make Me Laugh there. Oh, and, wow. Uh, and then we did, uh, what was the, Dick Van Dyke had a residency there for like a couple of weeks. And Donnie Most, Ralph Mouth was singing there for a couple of weeks. Wow. It's cool. But, yeah, I and mean, Robert Blake killed his wife there. It's, uh, uh, you I can't, mean, go, you can't go wrong on. with any of this. Uh, come on. What a resume. <laughs> Give it up. The resume there is, oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, the resume. You got to have it with God. the sauce. With the white sauce. <laughs> All right. Um, what's coming up next? All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. This is Black Adam. My son sacrificed his life to save me. These powers are not a gift, but a curse. 
born out of rage. There it is. There it is. This is DC's Hail Mary. It's recharging DC. It's bringing new eyeballs, new examinations of that universe. Blaine, what would you like to see happen with DC? With DC? Uh, Well, I'd like to see... uh, uh, I want to see more Black Adam, you know, in like sort of fun office situations. <laughs> right on. I, I, I haven't seen it. I looks it looks cool because I was a huge Captain Marvel fan when I was a little boy, and uh, but decided to haven't gotten out to see this stuff. I haven't seen a lot of the superhero movies. I got to be honest. Um, why? What makes you stay away? I just I don't watch as many movies as I should. I'm usually right doing something else. I'm usually listening to music, you know? Right on. And then my uh, we have a TV going, but it's always The Simpsons. My kid has the the, the oh, run great. of the TV. So wow, Simpsons great taste. Constantly. Love it. That's got to please you as a dad. You know, it's like having Mad Magazine on in the background. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like he'll hear a joke or whatever, and he'll go, hey, who's that about? And I'll explain the joke to him. Oh, and he gets wow. Different, he d- gets different kinds of jokes, and he learns who people are. The same That's thing Mad cool. Magazine did when I was a kid. Yeah, lucky kid. That's great. Yeah. And they're, they're funny. Yeah. I will say this about The Simpsons. Everybody t- says it, it's not as funny as it used to be. It's, it's as funny as it used to be. You just don't watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's really? what it is. It's so. like, yeah, I've seen all 34 seasons of it over wow. and over and over and over and over now. And like wow. all the ones I never saw, I've seen now. And it's, they're all, they're all pretty funny. They have a lot of great jokes in it. Read them in order. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa gets LASIK. (laughs) (laughs) I I do Uh, like those plots more than the really fantastical ones. I like when they stay semi-grounded, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I don't like the celebrity stuff and the zeitgeisty ones sometimes are a little cringy, but there's always great jokes in there someplace. Yeah. When I was showing uh, my nephew's like old Simpsons that held up perfectly. Like they were just crying from laughing. Yeah. I think they'll oh be God, around for funny. a long time. Yeah. I like uh, when they have a donut on the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. If I ate one of those donuts, no. I'd probably get really sick and want to brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah, they were very, with the sprinkles on them and like, everything. Oh my God, oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, why did I eat that at my desk? <laughs> Coming in at number one. Number one. This is uh, Wakanda Forever, Black <gasps> Panther from the from the soundtrack <laughs> from Sazam. These are the videos to the soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, there's that reverb. Yeah. Only the most broken people. leaders I do want to I mean, see this 
There's a lot of bad leaders who could take encouragement from that. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I don't know if I support that message yeah. in 2022. Not, not in this climate. Speed <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> <Speaking of> climate <laughs> change. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hey, I'm excited to see it. I feel like uh, it looks like, I feel like the first one had a tone a little bit different than the rest of the, a lot of the MCU movies. And uh, that's yes. what I like is to not have to sit down to just kind of that sameness, you know. I still haven't even seen the first one, but I could tell, I could tell it was different. And that's what people always say. So, yeah, I did see the first one. It was, it was uh, actually pretty good. Yeah. Not actually pretty good, but very good. Yeah. Um, we're excited about that and what's coming up on the new slate of movies that will be coming out, fighting the World Cup and fighting streaming. What am I talking about? I don't know. We'll probably chop that. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't oh, know. Next, chop that. <laughs> my, my hand started cramping up and I kind of was thinking about that. Uh, we'll work on that and other things. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. Blaine, where have you, where have you been going up? Um, where have you been doing stand-up? Yeah, I did a set at the comedy store last night. I've been going to the wow. store on Mondays. Nice. Why, why Mondays? What's what's with Mondays? Uh, you know, I did a show with Felicia Michaels in the belly room. And uh, there was a guy there named Luke Schwartz. And he goes, hey, man. And he's one of the doorman guys. Yeah, I, and, yeah, I know that guy. And he goes, uh, hey, I'm a huge fan of yours on Twitter. Do you want to go up? Mm. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. And he got me on and I... And I did great. And they're like, yeah, please just come back. We'll put you up every time. So nice. It's cool. like, and uh, is it the, Jen that runs it? Is that her name? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just know who that guy Luke is. I'm not usually okay. at the store. Yeah. Yeah. I it's did, like, uh, I haven't been there in, literally in decades. Yeah. Uh, it used to be kind of a, a, a bad, not a bad scene, but not we the know. best scene. We know. The vibe. But now it's, it's, now it's different, you know? It is. It's, it's different, um, different kind of vibes. Since that exodus to Texas and all that, there's kind of a new wind in there. Yeah, that's good. Everybody went to Mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> I did a, like a Brody Memorial show there in August. Ah. And um, the Sklar brothers were there. It's like it felt like a, yeah, it wasn't that whole other vibe. Yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, it was fun. Crowds were into it. So, and you know, and nobody's wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, it's it's closed. Yeah, there's ghosts there. Ghosts of dead mafia victims. Jesus, I was at you know that that uh, that dressing room in the back behind the main stage. You know when yeah, you go behind the, that the mirrors, and all the, the black shit in the mirrors. Yeah, uh, I was doing a, a some sort of pot benefit show there that Rogan was on back when he had hair. And then Gaio and stuff, but I got there before anybody and I went back in the back and I'm like writing on the bar and then my hair on the back of my neck stood up and I just thought to myself, don't look in the mirrors and get out of the room. And I backed out of the room without looking in the mirrors. Wow. I knew, I knew the mirrors were going to be full of fucking weird shit. Wow. It was like, I'm, I'm getting out. Man. Yeah. Should we use any of that? I had another, I worked with a comic. He goes, yeah, my ribs got fucked up at the comedy store. He was in, you know, that low door back in the belly room dressing room. 
There's sort of yeah. like a low door that looks yeah, 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 down that, over yeah. that stage. He said he was just kind of hanging back there doing something, and this thing grabs him by the lapels, puts him up against the door, and then throws him down onto a chair, oh and he broke his ribs. God. And uh, wow. he's, he said, I told he said, yeah, that's happened a few times. Whoa. It's wow. like people have had that experiences in that doorway before. Wow. I thought it was just like his excuse for having a bad set. No, he was like, they're all, they know it. Man. I always thank the ghosts when I do the show there. Thanks for coming, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> they're cool with it. You're allowed to leave. I just, I mean, if you go back further than the ghosts, it's Desi Arnaz. It's like a happy place. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the, the ghost of this conga guy that uh, OD'd. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-eight. I, know, I, I just uh, that's what a what a spot. What a spot. All right, here we go. The hot. Here we picks. go. Here we go. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Shazam. I'll bet we did. Let's find out. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. This is my first pick. This is Frankie Cosmos with After Shook. Whoa. Yeah, I like a the cool melody the, to it. The music's kind of blown out, but then her voice is real clean. Like I like the, that mix yeah. of that. Uh, uh, grown up chords, good chords. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um, it's amazing what a difference that makes for me. I don't like the minor chord. I'm sorry if it's used sparingly. <laughs> I will allow it. Yeah, there's maybe what, one in there. What was there in there? E minor. Uh, it was the minor fourth at one point. Whoa. Yeah. Respect that you know that. <laughs> um, coming in at number four. Number four. This is uh, a cold pick from Howard. This is Lewis Tomlinson with The Greatest. Can I, let me billboard this one a little bit. Yeah. Of course, Lewis, as we know, is formerly of One Direction. I oh, spent okay. a lot of time in their uh, heyday. You they, see they scrub? Were, they, he's one of the scrubs. Uh, yeah. You know, they spent a lot of time on our charts and they, they, they created a dynamic that begged to be discussed. And as we know, Harry has gone on to big things. And I predicted mm-hmm. that these two would not do much. Let's hear what he's Great. got. 
I'm like Jordan in the last dance. <laughs> Sorry. I was right. Come on. No. That's no watermelon sugar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he's going to have to pick it up. Yeah. That's not going to fill any stadiums. Oh, this is the chorus. That's not catching you up to Harry. No. No. That's maybe you'll be a support (laughs) Demi Lovato if she gets out of rehab again. I don't know if she's in rehab, but she does seem to lean that way. Arigato, Demi Lovato. (laughs) Did you see that that TikTok where Harry got... Got hit in nuts with a like a soccer ball on stage. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> it was kind of funny, but it was also um, you get to see someone's like you know charisma come out in those moments, like the way right. he handled it. He, he was pretty smooth about it. Was it a Ted Lasso cross promotion? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I gotta say uh, when. One Direction was doing the thing. I was working on At Midnight, so we would have to, we were always, they were always in the news and covering them all the time. And it was like, Harry Styles, that guy's cool. He's got great hair. He's got a great smile, a sense of humor, cool Likeable, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's the guy that you look at. And uh, and the other guys are fine, whatever. I'm like, they're all, great. This is, they're all going to have fun. And Harry's going to have this career. And then Zane comes out of nowhere. No, it's me, Zane. Mm, yes. And then he leaves and then uh, blows yeah. it for everyone. And Harry is okay. And it, this yeah. Louis thing sounds fine. It sounds a little Biebery, mm, but you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, but he's headed to uh, Manchester State Fair with that stuff. I think Harry will be at Wembley for a while. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then there's a the couple of yeah. Zane tried to come. He was banging one of the Hadid sisters. He was he had a lot of notoriety, <laughs> a lot of Q rating. Didn't that all like went a, south a, on him. He had a baby Pull. mama. Uh, 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 Encounter or a, a fight with his bit. He hit his okay. bit. He hit something. Yeah, happened. something happened there. Yeah, it was not cool. So. A little something domestic. So. Good on you, Zane. And then there's meanwhile, some- Harry Harry uh, Styles is uh, a top of the charts. Yeah. Did you and- see that video? It, it it popped up a few months ago of of the judges when they put together One Direction. It's like yeah. a shot, like over their shoulder, Simon over Cowell. Simon Cowell's shoulder. And they just have like what looks like Polaroids of each member and they're just sort of rearranging them and seeing, you know, in a commercial break, they basically put together the band. Wow. Uh, it's super interesting to hear them just talk about it. It's like, get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wow, they just made this band out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, what's coming up next? Um, okay, coming in at number three. Number three. This is Blaine's pick. This is Goat Girl. With uh, Cracker Drool. Love that title. Wow. I love 
that's, the surf guitar. So that's surf. It feels like X, you know, X in a way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. I heard him on a Mojo Best of 2000, whatever year it was. And uh, I was like, I gotta have, the, I just kept listening to it. And then I immediately ordered the album and the album is like beginning to end absolutely brilliant. It's a, a real sleeper. I don't think anybody knows about it, but just everything is great on it. Right. And, and is it, it more it, of the same or do they branch out into a lot of different it's stuff? It's all sorts of different stuff. It's very, uh, very Brit poppy. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a child of Brit pop band. It sounds like Elastica and Blur. And uh, she's got that great voice. And so there's there's a lot of really cool stuff going on. It gets dark and moody. They do a, a song from Bugsy Malone at the end. Wow. Yeah, and they have great videos. Uh, but yeah, great band, Goat Girl. They have another album that came out too that's also also great. But that first album, just I got so excited. I listened to nothing but that album for a few months. Right on. It's also just kind of strange because it starts off with what I, I mean, it sounds like the Love Cats bass line, you know, from The Cure, Love Cats. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that a lot of people are sampling, getting permission from. There's this artist, Youngblood. He's a big artist with mm-hmm. the kids. He's an English kind of Justin Bieber type of guy. But he he has that bass line in his song too. So it's just like... The seeing what different people do with those elements when they get a hold of them is really interesting. And they went in a direction I didn't expect at all. Super cool stuff. Uh, I, I gotta say I, in 86, I saw the cure in Washington DC and it was the best show I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. And I wasn't really, I was like, Oh yeah, this will be fun. It was like the head on the door tour. I was like, Oh, these guys are great. We'll go check it out. It was the best show I've ever seen in my life. Man, they were so good. I couldn't believe it. And uh, had you been laid yet at that point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had actually, surprisingly enough. Right on. But it was, uh, they were just, I, I didn't even know the songs and they were just so good. Such a great band and such presence and power. Mm-hmm. Like I, I un, unstoppable. I was c- completely blown away. Did he have wow. a good I saw, I saw New Order there maybe the next year on the Low Life Tour and they were terrible. Just standing there uh, with the synths. Nah, they were fucked up and dismissive of the crowd. They were dicks. Right. I, and I, li- I like New Order. Yeah. So it was kind of a drag. Did you is. have a uh, goth period for that year? Nah. Yeah, I was, did you I start was wearing the, mascara? I was in a co- working at the college radio station back in York, Pennsylvania. So, and I was in a, a cover band called Root Canal, and we did Joy Division <laughs> and Violent <laughs> Femmes. Wow. Yeah. My van did violent films too. I yeah. went actually so far as to buy an acoustic bass, not a stand-up, uh, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. the oh, wow. one that he had. Yeah, Spider <laughs> so Grinder. It was called. What happened to that bass? I think it's um, it's in like my sister's garage in New Jersey. Spider oh, Grinder. Damn. It's called. If you look it up, you, you'll see it. It's called a Spider Grinder. Wow, that's the cool. ba- the name of the bass. Yeah, and I actually had a pickup put in it. I believe, unless it already had it in there. But it was like an electrified acoustic bass guitar. Fantastic. Yeah. Hyder grinder. Yeah. Um, I'll find it for you. Cool. Coming in at number two. Number two. Uh, this is my second pick. This is King Gizzard with Hate Dancing.
It just sounds like uh, it sounds like the answer record to um, it sounds like the answer record to Leo Sayer. You make me feel like dancing. <laughs> yeah, I hate dancing. <laughs> I thought it was Super Tramp going in, and then it got all yeah. happy, yeah. got all happy funk. Yeah, that keyboard there. Yeah, and then it starts getting more and more chaotic as it goes. Yeah, uh, cool though. Fun. They put out yeah. a lot of albums too. Uh, they're up there with GBV, just as far as prolific. Oh yeah. Up oh, this just in nine more GBV albums. <laughs> <laughs> and a tour. Yes, yeah. and a tour. They, right. On. He fell down the stairs. So yeah. And now <laughs> four more albums. Maybe they. T- maybe He's he can take up. Uh, he can take up the last ten slots on the charts. You know, while Taylor Swift's got the top ten. There you go. Like to see him remix that album <laughs> for her. All uh, right. Those are some great hot picks. Do we have well, one more? We got one more. And unfortunately, it is not a hot pick. This is uh Howard's second cold pick. This might be the first time we've done two cold yeah, picks, at least I for think a while. It is. I think it is. Hey, when you hear the uh, title of this one, think about <laughs> it for a minute and hope that it's not what you think it is. Okay. That way. okay, I like that. This is Black Eyed Peas uh, with Firestarter. All right, take a second. Imagine what you think it is. I mean, let's, do you think it's actually in. a cover of Prodigy's Firestarter, or did they? Were I mean, what, I mean, that's where know? my head goes. That's. It's like I, I can't imagine just using that title again. But uh, I could, instantly, it could be of a course, Stephen think King of that. thing. There you go. Could be that a reworking of the book. Uh, audio book maybe uh, let's find out here we go I'm a fire starter oh my god I'm a fire starter <laughs> There you go. There you go. That song is safe again now. So it's just <laughs> sort of re- referencing the song. Uh, yeah, it looks like, like if they were told that you have a half hour to ruin Firestarter with that, you know. <laughs> the the controversial line aside, and they they did it in half the allotted time. I think that's, that's kind of the way uh, Gallagher too is uh, is allowed to do Gallagher's act, except for the <laughs> w- smashing the watermelon. Uh, yeah, right? Hey, too soon, Blaine. Too soon. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, uh, someone was saying last night. I heard that that Gallagher accused SeaWorld of stealing his act with the splashing and everything. <laughs> what? I heard it was a serious thing. I don't know. He was always accusing people of stealing stuff from him or not giving him some sort of due. He did. I was writing on Blue Collar TV and he came in to do a sketch 
about uh, we had a running gag. People you don't want to invite to your birthday party. And it's one of it was Gallagher and he comes out and he smashes a cake and there's cake all over him. And then uh, but I'm talking to him between things or whatever. And I go, yeah, big fan of these. He's you need to get a hold of your producers and have them <laughs> buy this steamroller that I made. It's a steamroller with a giant foam roller in the front and you could lie down and it rolls over you and people scream. Nobody will buy this thing. It's only $75,000. And he was he was mad at me for not talking the producers into buying his fucking steamroller. Well, what and the fuck would they need it for? I don't know. He thought he, he could do a sketch. About people who think they're gonna die, <laughs> but oh no, it's made out of foam. He's like, he has to he had to sell something like on top of just whatever he was getting. For it's like he's a, no, I'm an inventor, not a prop comic. I'm a <laughs> oh, so misunderstood. Right. But and you know, I mean, when I was a kid, I thought he was really funny. I would always see him on Merv and Mike Douglas and yeah, he had stuff. He always and, had one that was good. Yeah, but you know, I think he'd turn into a jerk. I'm last time I met him, I actually walked away from him. Wow. Wow. Well, uh take that, Gallagher, wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I feel terrible. The guy died. Do you got a do you got a good carrot top story that to, to uh to, I, to I have a lot of good carrot top stories. <laughs> we went to see Carrot Top, uh the at midnight writers went out to see him at the Luxor, uh, because he did the show and he was like, I had so much fun, please come out and see me. So we all went out and saw his show and he was hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever, because he's just relentless jokes. Yeah. Just so many jokes. Yeah. And it's very, very clever. And it's, he's, you know, he's been doing it for years. So it's super polished and tight. I was, we were all amazed. I did a parody of him once and, um, you know, you get exhausted coming up with that stuff and building it. So Yeah. I did a I did a show where it was a pirate themed show and I did parrot top and I had all these dumb pi- <laughs> parrot props. One of them's up on the wall. It's a, it's a double saber, track two saber. The first blade pulls the head away from the shoulders, and the second one cuts it off before it's. A, it's oh, so you don't out. have to do two different cuts? Yeah, and then I had like an eye patch with a GPS on the inside, and this dumb fucking. Pr- and, but people were throwing limes at me. Like they gave all the people in the audience limes to throw at me. On purpose? Yeah, and then I got pelted with limes. Where was that? At El Cid? I was, I was uh, at the El Rey. Oh, I was close. Yeah, it was fun. Right on. One of the L's. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Great chart right there. Couple cold picks. You guys brought in some heat. Nice job on that. Well-balanced hot picks. Yeah. Blaine, it was super fun having you on the charts. You're perfect for the show. Your blend of humor, musical knowledge, and general wit. Let's put it that way. Ah, I, I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I, I, uh, I had a delightful time. Right on. Hey, Blaine, tell them where your social media, where can they find you on Twitter and all that? Uh, Blaine Kapach at Twitter, B-L-A-I-N-E-C-A-P-A-T-C-H. Uh, probably be at Mastodon or Instagram <laughs> under the same names uh, if everything goes well. Right. Uh, come see me host uh, Lucha Vavoom at the Mayan or uh, wherever fine Mexican wrestling burlesque shows are sold. And listen to right me on Nerd Poker with Brian Posehn, where I play Dungeons and Dragons with my adult friends. Super fun. And start? Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't made a Mastodon account yet. Have you done that? Did you figure out that system, Blaine? Uh, a couple times. Yeah, I kind of I uh, 
they ought to call it a Canadian waiter. Right. Because it is impossible to get it a server. Confusing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's confusing. It's nice looking. They but should it's call it Wolfgang's new band. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, uh, at Brett's Per Minute on Twitter. Um, unverified. And at this point, I'll never be verified, which is a point of pride at this point. <laughs> and then yeah. wow. um, Instagram at Brett Morris Graham. Uh, check out. Um, play it by ear on Dropout TV, where I play guitar and we make up a musical, um, and you can watch it and it's very fun. And um, yeah, check out all the other podcasts I do. Right on. How about a social media platform where it's everybody starts out verified, costs you eight bucks to get unverified? That's thank you. That's seriously what I've been saying. Like what I've been thinking. They should charge Wait, for what? being anonymous. <laughs> No, I really think that like verification should be the default. Like you are who you say you say ah, you are. Then and you want to be secret. Then you should. Bucks. If you want to be secret, if you want to be anonymous, that's what the trolls and the bots want, right? It's like wow. you make them pay. Interesting. And the troll mm. bots, Jesus, the troll bots. You can't do anything about. It. <laughs> yeah, they're tough. Yeah. Uh, also, check out uh, whochartedpod.com. You yes. can get all back episodes and all the preem streams that we did. And, and you will out. hear Too Charted uh, every Friday if you sign yep. up at whochartedpod.com. That's the uh, bonus show. Howard and I read fan emails and we, we get into topics we couldn't cover on the main show. Absolutely. Check out last week's show. We discussed... Wow. Starred going to see Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp at the Hollywood <laughs> right. Bowl. Quite a That's tale. Right. The best and worst of times. It's milk and mustard. The milk and mustard <laughs> tour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, also check out Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister and myself. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.